You're listening to Ants Talk. Dominic Geary hails from the UK and he's the anti-fitness trainer. She thinks the fitness industry is a 60 billion pound con and that most trainers are teaching people the wrong thing. Dominic dissects the fitness industry and gives you the real rundown and the real advice. Thank you for chatting to us today, Dominique. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Oh, good to hear. It's bright in the, early in the morning for you and nighttime for us. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm definitely not a morning person, so I hope I can put together full sentences for you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm a, I'm a morning person. I'm, I get, I'm worse at this end of the day. Now, listen, I was just wondering, how did your journey start? Well, I became, I kind of fell into becoming a fitness trainer when I was 18, just, you know, kind of looking for a job and the local sports centre was doing like free lifeguard qualifications. So I jumped into that and they shoved me in the gym um, and went to uni to study surfing, climbing, kayaking to be like an outdoor pursuit instructor and then realised that there was no way I wanted to do that for the rest of my life. So I kind of fell back into fitness training um, worked for a few local sports centres and stuff for the next however many years, 10 years or so, and then decided it was probably about time that I opened my own gym. That's fantastic. So, yeah. What a great thing to fall into, though. <laughs> I know. And turns out, luckily, I was pretty damn good at it. So, yeah. Yeah. It all worked out okay. That's um, Yeah, but then I opened my own gym. I had that for about six years and was coming kind of progressively sort of morally against the whole ideas of gyms and could see the bits that the really important bits that they were missing out and teaching people. Um, and then the universe conspired and yeah, after six years, the landlord sold the building that the gym was in. Um, so I had to look for somewhere new to go. Every single place that I looked at completely fell through and the cogs were ticking in my head and I realized actually, do you know what? This is not the way forward for most people. Mm. So end off the whole idea completely to, uh, start the anti-fitness project wow i love it and tell us about the anti-fitness project so i firmly believe that most people don't need to use gyms we've all been told for i think it was since about the sort of 70s or 80s when someone picked up on a really flawed study that um cardio makes you thin so the marketing people and the business brains behind everything decided that, oh, then we could open gyms, we could sell memberships, because before that, gyms were pretty much just for bodybuilders. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so gyms opened as we kind of know them today. But, yeah, the truth is, is that most people don't need to go to a gym to lose weight. They just need to eat a little bit better and move a little bit more. And that doesn't include a 30 quid a month gym membership. It's so funny that you say that because um – I mean, I live in Adelaide now, but I'm from Sydney and yeah. um, Sydney is the gay mecca of Australia <laughs> and it's, it's all about how you look, the body, yeah. everyone goes to the gym, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And I was involved in that whole scene and, I mean, I've always been, I, I've never, I never did sport at school. I hated it. Um, yeah. But I did get into fitness, you know, sort of in the years that I was in Sydney and the funny thing is, is that, you know, time moved on six years later. I'm, you know, I met my husband. We've been now together for seven years. We're married, et cetera, et cetera. Good old happiness and married life turned me into a fat old man. Um, and the funny thing is, is that through that whole time, I ran. I ran every yeah. day. I've yeah. always run. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. as you said, if I'm not putting the right things in my mouth, 
then exactly. it's not going to, you know what I mean? It's bodies and our brains do no and our bodies and our brains do really uh really clever things so if you go for a run you're highly likely and there's been like a few studies about this but you're highly likely to either come home and treat yourself with food Mm -hmm. because you've done you know a good exercise yeah or you won't move as much for the rest of the day because you know again your brains go in oh well you've you know you've done your exercise for today so now you can sit on the sofa i also think that um I mean, I know it sounds funny, but it's probably true that because my weight went up in size and I was continuing to run like I did, I actually think it had more of an impact on my joints because I was carrying weight and having, you know, and all those joints were bearing more weight as I was running, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it's not just your weight that you're putting onto your joints, but it's the extra pressure of like, I'm not really a physics person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's funny though, because we both, my husband and I both, you know, started you know, improving our diet and get, getting rid of a lot of the sugar and carbs in our diet. And, and it's made yeah. such a difference. You know what I mean? And it oh, really yeah, it has. It, that, that thing that they say, what is it? 70% food, 30% exercise oh, is definitely. absolute gospel. It really is. It's, it's, it is the way it works. You know what I mean? Like definitely. the food is the evil part. It's not about having to go and, you know, work out every day and run on a treadmill and lift weights. And I mean, they're all for different purposes, Yeah, but it's not necessarily needed. And the funny thing going back to your original point is that I've noticed in a lot of the guys that I sort of look at on Instagram and, and Facebook that, that are, you know, healthy guys that do, uh, you know, do training themselves, train other people it's funny because a lot of the guys that I really look at their bodies and I think, Oh my God, their body is amazing. They're yeah. guys that actually don't just do the gym. They do yoga. They do, be- you know, just stretches on a beach. They yeah. pull ups on, on anything that they can find, you know, and yeah. it, that's what, you know, I think that's the true secret. It's just to get our bodies moving and, you know, exactly. They just have generally active, healthy lifestyles exactly. rather than, yeah. you know, you can achieve this an hour at the gym most of the people on Instagram don't look like that normally. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, they, they fast. They probably haven't drunk any water for, you know, the 24 hours before they've taken their photos. And you've also got all those, I mean, fantastic people now that are showing you their edited photo compared to their yes, real photo. I love that. Also how they pose in photos, you know, because, I mean, from someone just being relaxed in a photo to sucking in and doing yeah, the right sort of turn exactly. on their body can take kilos off you know it, no exactly it's amazing um but yeah i mean they've kind of dedicated their entire lifestyle to looking like that i'm a trainer i do not have a six pack i don't want one i'm not willing to give up the things that you need to give up mm. to have a six pack unless you're kind of genetically gifted anyway that's that's not my team that's not my jam See, i was the same off. when i was when i was exercising a lot life just wasn't fun <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you just didn't get to enjoy anything. You, you, yeah, it was like all about. Give up a glass of wine. I know. Why? I mean, that's it. Is lovely. Eat exactly. Because <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like, sure, you can look good for you know, maybe twenty years, maybe thirty, maybe forty. Who knows? But you aren't going to remember how many times you went to the gym when you're lying on your deathbed. I think you got to remember that beautiful glass of wine you had over in Italy or, you know, that croissant that you ate in Paris or something like (laughs) that. They're the things you're actually going to recall, you know what I mean? Exactly. And no one's going to be remarking on the fact that you're 80 years old and, wow, they've still got a six-pack. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who cares? 
Yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree. So where do you think that most people go wrong starting a, a fitness journey? Um, I think most people have this kind of all or nothing approach to what they do. Um, and they try and change everything straight away. So they could go from, you know, a really sedentary lifestyle where they spend their day sat in the office and then sat at home watching TV, um, eating all the rubbish in the world. And then they join, I know, say a CrossFit gym where they then go for, you know, to work in, working out six days a week, really, really hardcore and eating nothing but kale and mm. chicken breasts. And that's never going to work because you've spent, you know, however old you are, you've spent all this time building up, building up habits of your movement and your eating. And then you're trying to change every single habit you've built into your life in one go. And yeah, yeah, white knuckling your way through is never going to work. I actually notice a lot, even in the gym that I just go to, I notice a lot of the trainers. I mean, it's obvious that this person's working out for the first time in their Mm. life, probably. Yeah. And this trainer is pushing them way too far. Do you know what I mean? I see it all the time. And I think to myself, how is that healthy? Like not just healthy, but how is that going to change their habits? Because they're going to go home. They're not going to, cause I've been in the situation where I've, I've, you know, gone with a trainer. I've done arms. Just say, I go home. I can't even wipe my backside because my arms are that sore. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Like, it, exactly. It, it, and that's not a fun life. And but so I think people, I've, yeah, so, sorry, I go think on. I, no, I think I blame programs like the biggest loser for yeah. this change in, um, how trainers coach people because the difference between being 18 and watching how trainers would talk to teach people now it's ridiculous beginners we used to teach as beginners you know you maybe get them on the treadmill walking for five minutes yeah but now since the biggest loser you either beasted by a trainer or that's it like unless you've got a photo of yourself on facebook throwing up after your workout it wasn't a good enough workout and that's so dangerous and I mean, you look at majority of those people like on those shows, like The Biggest Loser, majority of them have gone back to what they were, you know, yeah. there's very few of them. I mean, even here in Australia, I think that really out of everybody that we had go on those shows, and I think we ended up having maybe, oh, I think there was probably about five seasons or something. I think maybe four people have maintained it and really yeah. maintained it. You know what I mean? Yeah, some have put a little bit of weight back on. Some have gone back to, you know, even their original sizes where it really is only about three or four people that, you know, really did change their lives. You know? Yeah. Because on that program, like their entire day was dedicated to it. They had, you exactly. know, nutritionists making sure they only ate 600 calories a day and they were beasted at the gym for four or five hours a day. And that's not sustainable in real life. No, no, of course not. I don't know who and who's laughed, but definitely not mine. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ant's Talk. What is the biggest con in the industry, would you say? Um, That we have been told that to lose weight, you must go to a gym or you must go on a diet. And for 95% of the population, that's just not the case. They're just not active enough and they're putting way too much junk and carbs and sugar into their body. And also, I firmly believe um, that if you are vastly overweight, like we all, we all know what to do. We all know what decent eating looks like. We all know what good movement looks like. Um, but there's something in your mental makeup that's stopping you from doing those things. Yeah. So I firmly believe that there's 
a case of happier you are, the more you're going to want to respect your body. Very true. I think that's the thing too, is that a lot of people, I mean, the thought of having to go to gym before you go to work is just so daunting and so, ugh, or even yeah, after work, exactly. even worse when you've got even less energy. Exactly. Um, where I think if people, if people, fun. no. And I think if people realize that, you know, you can help your body purely by just maybe walking to work yeah. rather than going to the gym, just walk to work. It's exactly. going to get your body moving. It's going to, you know, you're going to get your physical exercise and probably your limit for the day anyway. And then just exactly. watch what you eat. And, you know, instead of meeting up with your mates at the pub, like go and have a game of frisbee on the beach or, you know, yeah. go for a walk or go have a game of badminton. Just do something that's not sitting around putting and the calories. And still have that beer on the beach. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're still moving. <laughs> or vodka and orange, less calories, one of your five exactly. a day as well. That's it. Or even gin and tonic, even less calories. Exactly. <laughs> um, and what are some tips for people that are wanting to start to get fit, do you think, and in your way? Like what are some of the other yeah. activities that they could do? Um, so I think the key thing is find something that you genuinely love doing. Mm. So if you think back to, you know, secondary school and, and think back to the types of activities that you enjoyed, like was it going for a walk with your mates after school? Um, was it, you know, playing hockey, doing your PE lessons? Is it, you know, was it dance? Find something that you genuinely love and you don't think to yourself, oh my God, I've got to go and do this thing. Instead you're thinking, wow, I get to do this thing. Yeah. And for people like me that actually avoided sport altogether and hid in cupboards so you didn't have to go, <laughs> then my advice would be to just try things. Doesn't mean you exactly. have to do it forever. You might just do exactly. it once. Do you know and what I mean? Loads of, that's there's loads how of I be really cool new activities coming exactly. out, like pole and climbing and yeah. loads of really cool, interesting things. I mean, I, I, that's how I found out I knew how, I, I, I found out I loved to run was because yeah. I just started doing it one day, you know what yeah. I mean? And then also I, you know, I attempted yoga and did that for a whole year and absolutely yeah. loved it. You know, yeah. there's so many things out there and especially these days, I mean, pole dancing classes, you know, whatever, exactly. whatever tickles your fancy really. I mean, Oh, and that's such hard work. I tried it the other day. Oh, I'd love to try it. I just think, Oh, I think I might have to lose a little bit more weight before that happens. Ah, see, this is the other thing as well is that people don't try things because they think I'm going to lose some weight before I can try it. True. Very true. I just think of the thud when I hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny um why is your approach different would you say um i'm hearing a lot of trainers at the moment that are attempting this whole like, kind of body confidence thing um you know you don't need a tick pack and they're trying the whole let's take all the rubbish out of the fitness industry let's tell you exactly the science behind what's going on but they're still saying to you and go to the gym as well. Yeah. And I think I'm the only personal trainer that I know of that's actively saying to people, don't go to the gym unless you genuinely enjoy it. Because mm. I think it's, I think that's the thing too, is that especially when you are starting on a fitness journey. And I mean, I, I was always quite lean anyway. I'm, I, I mean, yeah. it's only been in these last like later years cause I'm 50 now where 
weight has become an issue for me because it's, yeah. it is a lot harder to lose, but I never yeah. had an issue with weight when I was younger. And you know, the first time I went to the gym, I was so intimidated, even though I was thin. I knew. Do you know They're what I mean? Terrifying. So I can't even imagine for someone that is overweight and it's the first time they've ever been to a gym, how they would feel walking in because I mean, I know how I felt, you know, I felt that people were looking at me going, Oh, what's yeah. he doing here? You know, like what? So, you know, I can just imagine how other people would feel walking into a gym for the first time. Oh, lost a bit of internet there. Um, yeah, no, gyms are terrifying places. And the gym that I used to own, um, we let kids in as well. Okay. So that, so that kind of as they grew up, they were sort of used to gym environment. So it wasn't even a thing to go in. And, you know, the new adults coming in to start using the gym, because there were kids around using the equipment, they were far less intimidated coming That's actually it. a great idea. Really like that. Yeah, I really, really like that about it. And it made it much more fun as well. Actually, that is interesting. I wonder why more mm. kids don't, aren't allowed or don't do it. That is an oh, interesting point. There was this whole ridiculous theory that it would stunt their growth if they lifted weights. Ah, right. Oh. Which has been proved is completely untrue. But I think a lot of trainers just too scared to do it because of you know getting sued or injuring someone yeah. so they just think oh, let's just have a policy where they're not allowed in where you know i mean half your adults are just as stupid anyway so exactly. really we should be I, worried worried about exactly. all of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was never the kids that got injured or broke the equipment it was the no. adults yeah exactly um do you think the attitudes to fitness alter around the world um i think they probably do i think um different places in different parts of the country in different countries but different different emphasis on how good you look mm. because um, i know that in sydney sydney's a very it's a very like when you're there you you notice the fitness thing straight away there's a lot of people yeah. that look amazing they look great their bodies are rocking you know you'll see them running up the street in the morning going to work you'll see them running going home it's yeah. also you know the the weather is perfect for it so they can show yeah. off their bodies etc cetera, etc cetera. where in the UK it's not like that do you know what I mean? Especially when it's cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one wants to be outside running at five o'clock in the morning around here. In the snow, even especially. In the UK, yeah, even in the UK, you find different places put different emphasis on activity. Like you go to Oxford and all you'll see is people cycling and jogging. And, and I don't know if it's necessary, necessarily to look better. I think it's more to kind of be healthier. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a great attitude to have. Because if you think health, then, you know, your body goals will just come naturally exactly. anyway. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, I listened to somebody chat um, the other day about a couple of studies that are happening in America that if people that go to gyms with the aim of losing weight aren't likely to stick to it, but the people that go to gyms with the aim of improving their health are far more likely to stick to it and keep it going. Mm. And then they just lose weight naturally anyway. Yeah. What yeah, do you I think, think that was interesting. What do you think of personal trainers? Do you think they're <laughs> I think personal trainers are amongst the most narcissistic people that I've met. <laughs> and I think that they have a really unhealthy attitude towards their bodies. The amount of trainers that I see come in with their same broccoli and chicken and rice yeah. every single day. And they, you know, are taking so many supplements that it can't be healthy for them. I think they're more interested and obviously this isn't every single trainer 
this is based on my experience that they're more interested in what they look like than how healthy they are. I and often I get, I often find too that the, the pressure of the job, because I mean, I don't know how it works over there, but over here, I know that, you know, we've got a big, I won't mention the name, but we've got a very big chain of gyms here. Mm. Um, and I know that the personal trainers that work there, they get charged almost like a rent or a fee yes. that they're, they're paying. So they've got to make yeah. it a, they've got to do enough clients to make that rent each week. And it's not yeah. a small amount. I mean, in some of the gyms and in some of the locations, it's actually quite large. Um, and I found that when I, cause I'm, I'm always observing when I'm at the gym mm. and it's, I've noticed that with a lot of them, they're not even really focusing on their client. They're oh, either yeah. on their phone trying to book the next appointment in yeah. or often to fairyland because, you know, they've had a five-minute brain fart and they're not yeah. actually focusing on anybody. And it's like, shouldn't you be watching them? Because it's like exactly. even in some of the situations, I've seen the person that they're training and they're not – and, I mean, I don't call myself a trainer by any strength of imagination, but I've been at a gym and been working out for many years and I know how to do things. And looking yeah. at these people, I'm like, you're not you even, your form's terrible. Stop, stop, stop. You're going to get injured. Exactly. Like I actually no, worry. But this is the other thing where most people don't need personal trainers is that a lot of trainers, especially the inexperienced ones, they're just glorified rep counters. Yeah. And like your client can count to 10. That's like it. you should be fixing their form. You should, you know, not just counting for them. And I suppose it's, uh, you know, it's going back to your point of you don't need to be at a gym to be fit. So, you know, if, if you're on a fitness journey or you want to begin one and you want to just start somewhere, it is by just doing something that you enjoy, whether it be going yeah. for a walk or I think that for most people, and I mean, even when I've struggled with my own weight, the easiest thing for me to do is walk. Do you know what I yes. mean? And, and, even though sometimes it's like, could I be bothered? Once you're out there and you've taken that first, say, you know, a hundred steps, you're, you're into it. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, you know, put a headphones on, you can put my on. podcast on yeah, and exactly. off you go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the thing. It's all about doing something that you can keep doing for the rest of your life and exactly. that you enjoy doing. And if CrossFit six times a week, if you're not planning on doing that when you're 70 years old, don't even start it now. That's it. So go, uh, actually on that point, um, I don't know if, oh, I can't really, suppose I can't really say the name. <laughs> There's another gym here, another style of gym, and it's become very big at the moment. Um, yeah. And it's a group fitness thing where people will yeah. go to a gym and yeah. they sort of do interval training, I suppose you'd call it. So that, you yeah. know, it's half the time, some of the people are doing a lot of, yeah. you know, this and then the other half are doing that and then they swap. Yeah. And so obviously you're aware of what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. have those gyms over there also? Yeah, we do. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, like a boot camp type. Yeah. Yeah. Type thing. And what's your opinion of those? Um, most of them, I mean, I, I'd like the idea, um, cause you are getting, you know, all the good bits, you're getting bits of cardio, you're getting bits of strength training. Um, but again, a lot of them have this whole attitude of, unless you're throwing up at the end, yeah. you didn't work hard enough. I think they're just going way too hard too soon. Um, and that suits some people, that suits some people's mentality and the way yeah. that they want to train. But I don't think it serves the majority of the population because we hate our work. Yeah. Yeah. We do. And it, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if they actually break those classes into something like beginners, immediate, yeah. advanced. 
Because, I mean, that's the one thing too is like there's nothing worse than standing in a class. I mean, I used to remember when I used to do aerobics and all that sort of, even yoga. And I'd be in the class like, you know, first day, can't even touch my toes and hear these yeah. people, you know, putting their heads through their legs and it's like, oh, you know. There's nothing yeah. more intimidating than someone doing it way better than you. <laughs> I know, exactly. And, and it will put people off and it will make them not ever want to try anything new again. Yeah. And I think that that's what we've all got to realise is that even though, I mean, unfortunately, fitness classes or, of any type is, are set up like that. So it's something that yeah. we are going to have to face, unfortunately. Um, but hopefully also if people can actually, you know, find you and learn more about what you're doing, they can have a different approach to their fitness. Absolutely. And know that they don't have to go to a set thing mm. to just be more active and healthier. They don't have to pay their 30 quid a month membership. They could exactly. do it themselves. Yeah. I mean, you could do every single bit of strength training that you could do in a gym with a 20 quid suspension trainer in your own house. Yeah. What I often do is when I'm even in the kitchen and I'm just waiting for like something to cook or boil or whatever, I'll actually just do sort of push-ups on the bench. Exactly. You know I mean? like yeah. on the bench and my feet are still on the ground, but I yeah. lean on the bench and just start doing push-ups. You know what I mean? Because yeah. It's small Get things like that. Going. Yeah. It is little things. And, uh, you know, every time you lift your shopping out of the car, every time you pick up your kid, that's strength training. Yeah. You don't need special equipment to do it. You have everything you need around your house. It's funny because my husband... everything you need in your body. That's right. My husband's funny because he'll, he'll actually go, um, oh, I, 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 like, I didn't go to the supermarket. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because I didn't have the car. And I'm like, I walk from the <laughs> supermarket with bags and bags and bags of shopping. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've, I actually find it quite good because I feel like, especially because normally I've already been for my workout and then yeah. I'm walking home. I feel even better because I've then done weight training after, you know, my little exactly. workout. <laughs> Yeah, get some little bicep curls done with your chopping bags. That's it, exactly. <laughs> now, how can people find you, Dominique? So, I have a website, the antifitnessproject.com, or Facebook's a really good place because I'm forever putting, like, you know, little tip videos on and, you know, telling you this is what you're being told, this is the actual truth. Yeah. Um, and that's at the Anti Fitness Project as well. So the anti-fitness project, everybody on Facebook and also uh -huh. antifitnessproject.com on the website. Um, thank you so much for chatting to us. I have really oh, enjoyed it. No, my yeah, pleasure. No, my pleasure. Fun. And have a beautiful day. Thank you. You enjoy your evening. <laughs> oh, I will indeed. <laughs> Dinner time. <laughs> Healthy choices. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks so much. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Ants talk. It's like Oprah. But not.